This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Ashley met Mike on Plenty of Fish. Chit-chatted back and forth before finally making a date. Took her to Crave. Had a great dinner. Conversation was flowing, but the wine was really flowing. And after they left Crave, they went out, got some more drinks, went back to her place. Is it any wonder that it was a little awkward? Kind of first-time awkward, considered that they had a lot to drink. However, before he left the next morning, there was a very nice kiss. <laughs> so it couldn't have been all bad. Did I leave anything out, Ashley? No, I mean... That's pretty much it. Okay. We're going to okay. call Mike. I'm, so I'm a little dumbfounded right now. Yeah. And by the way, Ashley's a big fan of Second Date Update. She just never thought she would be on Second Date Update. So mm-hmm. this is kind of a trip no. for her. Hello? Hello. Is this Mike? Yeah, this is Mike. Hi, Mike. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? Wait, what? This... <laughs> It's Jeff and Jen, really? Yes, sir. How are you this morning? Uh, I knew I shouldn't have answered the phone. Is this? <laughs> are, are you guys doing second up second date update? We, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say we just love that response. Yeah, that's always <laughs> encouraging. It is second I, date update. I always listen to your show, so I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no. Are you well, a fan I, of Second Date Update? Do you like it enough to be on it? <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan, but I don't necessarily want to be on it. I know. Um, but, dude, you're on Plenty of Fish. You knew it was a matter of time. <laughs> sure. He put himself out there, but not that much. Right. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, this is the one time I probably didn't give an explanation of for not wanting to see someone. And so then you guys call. It's right. kind of awkward. Because wow. <laughs> you're usually okay. pretty good at letting a woman know why you don't want to see her again? I'm pretty upfront. If I'm not up front, but I, you know, okay. I'm assuming it's, you're talking about Ashley, yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I, she did say that you guys had a lot to drink and that there, it felt to her as though there was some first time awkwardness there. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was, it's sort of like, it was great early on. And then, and then as we moved uh, on in the night, it got a little more awkward. And I, I don't really want to, I feel terrible things on the air because she's so She's so sweet. Oh, okay. Well, wow. um, All right. Well, you know Ashley's on the line with us, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's why this is so much more awkward. Okay. Well, in, in fairness to her, if you're concerned about how embarrassing this may be, Ashley, do you want to proceed here or do you just want to walk away? It's always a risk with these things because you're kind of putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So if this is a conversation you're willing to have with them, if you're that curious, you really want to know what's going on, we can proceed or we can shut this down right now. We don't have to go any further. It's your call. 
Is she still there? I don't know. Ashley, did we lose you? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, oh okay. Um, uh, I just, I, yeah, I mean, hi, by the way. Hi. Um, <laughs> hi. I mean, I'd rather know than not know because that's been confusing me all week and I kind of feel like I've gone this far, so I need to see this through. Right. So. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. I don't really know how to say it, but I, I, I feel like this one's more on me than on than on you. Well, actually, of course. But, you know, <laughs> it always is. <laughs> but this is, like, this is a thing for me. Like, the way is, uh, scent is a big thing for me. So you know how people have their own scent? personal scent? Like, smell, the way something smells. Okay. Like, everybody it, has it, their own personal smell, you know? Everyone has their own personal scent. And I think that there are certain people's scents that are really appealing and others that are, you know, not as much. Right. And so for me, as I got closer to her, unfortunately, it was something that I felt was not going to fit for me. It became more what obvious as we got more inti- intimate that it's like it wasn't. Okay, I think we get wasn't it. Right, we get like, lining up with me. Right, right, right. So what do you mean? Like my perfume, my body lotion? I'm. I don't think he means that. My, uh, like he no, means I like, don't. I don't mean that. I mean. Oh my god. I mean that might have been part oh. of it, but that's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god. All right. I'm oh, sorry. Wow. I, I, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's really anything else that can be said no, right now I, at I this point uh, by anybody involved. Uh, right, no. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, um, Ashley. Okay. Yeah. And Mike, thank you for answering the, <laughs> the very uncomfortable yeah, question. Sorry. And tap dancing around sorry. it as best as possible. Hey, listen, you, you gave us ample warning, and we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Sure. So if either one of you ever need any help in the future from us, Absolutely. you know. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Where Absolutely. to find us. Yes. All right. Right. Thank right. you. Very okay. much so. Okay. All right. Thanks. Good luck to you both. Okay. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye. There yep. you go. So 513-749-2320. If you've gone out on a first date and haven't heard back and want to know why, or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Beautiful afternoon ahead. Lots of sunshine. We'll see a high of 83. Right now it's 55 with Jeff and Jen. When it comes to boobs, America wins. Also, what would you be willing to do to wipe out your student loans? News that didn't make the news. It's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. When it comes to boobs, America wins. Also, what would you be willing to do to wipe out your student loans? Also, the 10 most dangerous things for kids this summer. It is Thursday, June 30th. The last day of June, 2016, we're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Real talk here. The United States may not be number one in education. No. We may not be number one in health care. No. 
We may not be number one in quality presidential candidates. That's true, too. But damn it, there is at least one area where the rest of the world cannot touch us. What do we win? What do we win? Congratulations, ladies. You officially have the biggest breasts in the world. Way to go. Yay! Now, does it say what percentage of those breasts are natural? (laughs) Mm. Or are we just buying more of them than anybody else? No. These are just natural breasts. Okay. I like it. God bless America. Way to go, America. New study measured women's breasts in 108 countries. How do you get to be a research assistant on that project? <laughs> you have to go to school for science and stuff. We came in first with a D cup average. Yeah. Now, you might think it's because, you know, we're all a bunch of fat people. <laughs> and that does help. <laughs> but that is not it. Is it the additives in the food? The researchers found <laughs> weight, in the chicken. weight has nothing to do with it. And I think that's a load of crap, too, because when you lose weight, or at least when I lose weight, the first thing to go are the boobs. Are the boobs, yeah. Which is totally unfair. And that's when they get saggy, and you're like, what are you doing down there by my belly yeah. button? Our American obsession with plastic surgery also didn't have anything to do with it either, since only women with natural breasts were included in the study. The top five countries with the biggest average breasts are, after the United States, Canada, then Ireland, Poland, and the UK. Now, did the women have to volunteer for this study, or were they randomly chosen? Because I I would think that if you're getting into a study about breast size, that the women with the larger ones that are really proud of themselves would be more likely to jump into the study as opposed to women who are... Of smaller size. You would think. Did you not get a call? I did not get a call. Well, the five with the smallest average breasts are the Philippines, Malaysia, Bangladesh, Samoa, and the Solomon Islands. I think the bra companies need to listen to this survey, too, because that way they'll start making some very attractive, nice bras in a slightly bigger size than a C or a B. Mm-hmm. Not, like D-cups, it's sometimes it's D's. really hard to find a nice-looking bra that's not, you know, like a right. boulder holder. Right. Right. Over the <laughs> shoulder boulder holder. <laughs> women get it. Totally. Yeah, speaking of uh, women, new study <laughs> found that 62% of women get rid of all of their hair down there. They're bare. And... <laughs> This study used a representative sample of women of all ages and races, so it means that about two-thirds of all women are going totally bare. The study also found another 22% don't get rid of everything, but you know they do some grooming, which leaves 16% of women who say, screw your trends and go fully natural. The study also found 22% of women take it a step further and do Brazilian-style grooming. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if most of what... Uh are women shaving, waxing, or laser hair removaling? Ooh, I don't know. Probably all of them still. Because the shaving is just, that's horrible. The, the grow, it grows back so fast. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, but not if you do it every day. Like, you just do it like it's your armpits. You just do what your armpits. Every your... day? Yeah. You're well, in the shower you see, anyway. I don't shave any, you know, my legs and my underarms anymore. So it's like. So you're the laser I don't want hair to take, removal Yes. Type. Don't get, don't make see, me I'm a shaver, do a razor. Because I have blonde hair. So I just, you know. Every zip, day, zip, though. Zip, Ugh. Zip. Yeah, 1-800-BE-IDEAL. That's right. For God's sake, tell them Jendal to call. Book your free consultation already. I do know people, though, that go and get waxed every two weeks. 
What's the next story? <laughs> Commercial sticks, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, three out of five women say the main reason they groom themselves down there is for hygienic reasons. Yeah. Well, you know, some will say, though, I mean, there are some doctors that will say that that is actually doing the opposite of what they're intending to do because there's hair growing there for a reason to protect it from, you know, bacteria or other things. That was in the cavewoman days when you had to walk around naked outside and, you know, you had to keep the animals out of there. Well, and it had... (laughs) I really don't think that was it. Exactly why it was there. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I think it was the whole It's for the cave, you know, like flies. You're sleeping in the possum, Jeff. Yeah. Frogs can jump in there. They didn't have any clothes on. (laughs) Actually, you heard it here first. (laughs) Wasn't it so. Wasn't it for mating purposes so women could hold the scent? It was. Yeah. I'm just making that up to be funny. <laughs> Jeff and Jen's science. He doesn't morning. believe oh he thinks you really meant. <laughs> See, now he's the gullible one in the room. <laughs> it was to protect you from the animals. The animals. <laughs> you know, they could smell that stuff. Did you just say flies and frogs? Yeah. yeah frog could jump in there. It could. I believe it's what she said. Well, ticks. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. ticks. There you go. You got ticks. Oh. Think about all the animals. I watch a lot of Naked and Afraid, and those women got a lot of stuff going towards that area. Oh, yeah. my goodness. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You need to take a break? Yeah. You do, actually. Coming up, what would you be willing to do to wipe out your student loans? Also, the 10 <sighs> most dangerous things for kids this summer. And it doesn't involve frogs or flies. Next, with Jeff and Jen on Q102. In the wake of Britain's exit from the EU, or the Brexit, Trump outlined his plan for a Trump exit, or Trexit. Number one, I am going to withdraw the United States from the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Hold hold, hold on. Did I? Am I right? Did he just say United Straits? <laughs> yes, he did. Well, okay. Well, listen. You heard him straight, people. <laughs> Trump is now demanding a heterosexit. All right, seven thirty-six. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two. Beautiful afternoon ahead. Lots of sunshine. We'll see a high of eighty-three. Right now, fifty-five. New survey asked 500 college graduates what they would do to wipe out all of their student loans. And here are some of the funnier answers. 85% would be willing to give up weed for life. For life. They're serious. Badly they want to get out from under that. Yeah. 84% said they would stop watching Game of Thrones. Mm. Isn't Mm. it going to end soon anyway? It is. 13 more episodes. 62% 62% would star in a short porn video. Oh, my God. Short porn video. <laughs> yep. Get rid of their student debt. Sure. Hmm. Check, check, check. Yep. 61% would be willing 
to give up cheese. No. Cheese? That's where I draw the line. Me too. Yeah, no we're way. starting to see those percentages shrink now. I mean, even if you owed $100,000 in student loans, you wouldn't give up cheese? No, no. but I'd do a short porno. <laughs> <laughs> Think about everything that cheese is on, Jen. That's a few minutes. That's a few I, minutes. I can't give up cheese. Cheese is forever. No more pizza. said that they would deal with Comcast customer service every day for five years. Oh, wow. 43% would give up toilet paper and wipes for five years. Then what do you... I don't even want to think about it. They haven't tried yet. You could bidet it. Just spritzer. (sighs) (laughs) Spritzer. I love Tim. Yeah, they haven't tried that yet. (laughs) Really? Uh, 31% would give up sex for the next 10 years. No. 27% would be willing to get the Zika virus. Well, you know, it's just flu-like symptoms for 7 to 10 days. Check this out. 9% would actually be willing to give up their degree, give back their degree just so that they could get rid of their student debt. Wow. The weight of it is so bad. That doesn't make sense. 8% claim that they'd be willing to move to North Korea for 10 years if it meant getting rid of their student loan debt. That's crazy. They didn't didn't pay attention too much in their classes today. I guess not. Or they're like doctors or neurosurgeons or something like that, that they have a lot of debt. Right. We also learned what cities in the U.S. are the worst to live in, there's a website, 24-7 Wall Street, that ranked every American city with a population over 65,000. And what they did is they looked at the city's crime rates, uh, they looked at job growth, they looked at restaurants, other attractions, education levels, cost of living, housing prices, and they came up with this 10 worst cities to live in. Do you want me to start from the top, or you want me to kind of start from the Either bottom? Either way, whatever way you're up. feeling today. What are you feeling? Uh, let me start from the bottom. Number right. 10 was Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. That town always gets a bad rap. It does. Tough town. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio actually got number nine, although Cleveland's had some, you know, between the Cavaliers and getting the convention. Those are some big pluses for them. I know they're getting a lot of movie business like Cincinnati has, mm-hmm. which helps the city. So hopefully they're on their way back. Uh, Flint, Michigan, number eight. There's a city that has had a tough time for, gosh, decades recovering from uh, not just the loss of jobs there, but now the water crisis. Yeah, not a good good spot. Memphis, Tennessee came in at number seven. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama was number six. Fall River, Massachusetts, number five. Hawthorne, California was number four. Patterson, New Jersey was number three. Tim, you'll be pleased to hear Detroit drop down to number two. All right. Yay. How about that? Some new restaurants. Is that what did it? <laughs> it's that guy that took over the city, isn't he, like, revamping yeah. everything? Yeah, he left Cleveland, and uh, he's buying everything yeah. in Detroit now. Exactly. It's the guy that owns the Cavaliers. I can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Loans. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't even live in Cleveland. Doesn't he live in, like, Milwaukee or someplace? Probably. I don't know. He's moving to Detroit. But, yeah, I was reading an ESPN article that said that he was... You know, doing a lot too. He, is he, that the same guy that owns Quicken Loans, or are we yeah. talking about two different guys? I think they're the same guy. Huh. Yeah, he's buying all the skyscrapers and buying all the land up. Getting do, it for cheap. Doing good stuff. Yeah. That's great. Hmm. Number one was Miami, Florida. Wow. What's the that's worst really going down the crapper? City in the country. Why? There are parts of Miami that are very seedy. They say the crime rate down there, the lack of jobs. Hmm. 
education levels, the cost of living down there is crazy and out of control. The housing prices are out of control. And I guess they lack restaurants and attractions, at least compared to other cities that do better. I mean, there really are just a couple of pockets of Miami that are really, really nice. To visit, mm-hmm. but yeah. not live. Mm-mm. I've never been. you never been to Miami? Flew through one time on the way back from Mexico, and mm. that was it. Yeah, we did one of one of my bachelorette parties. The girls all went to Miami. I heard it's expensive, too, isn't it? It is. To stay there and go out. We were in South Beach. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. There's a 28-year-old elementary school teacher in Hot Springs, Arkansas, named Nicole Watt. You ever been to Hot Springs, Tim? Yes. It's a little uh, kind of vacation spot. Back in the day, people would go there for the Hot Springs, the healing powers, Mm -hmm. and sit in them and things like that. Have you sat in them? Mm -hmm. Is it nice? Yeah. Are they hot? Very. Ooh. Did you heal? Sure. <laughs> no. 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 Look at me. <laughs> He's got some kind of poison on his yeah, arm right now. We got a rash over here that I'm a little concerned That's about. From picking weeds for 20 <laughs> seconds. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you say. Well, this 28 year old elementary school teacher that lives down there, her name is Nicole Watts. She went to a strip club with her 29 year old husband, Paul, on Friday night. But for some reason, they kept trying to take photos inside the strip club, which is totally against the rules. So eventually, a security guard kicked them out. They started fighting with the security guard, threatened to kill the security guard, and then they got in their car and did a drive-by. Paul fired his shotgun at the strip club as they rolled past. Fortunately, no one was hurt, and they were both arrested. Paul has been charged now with felony firearms possession, and making terroristic threats. He is now looking at 26 years in prison. Nicole was charged with misdemeanor terroristic threats, so she's looking it up to one year. Also this morning, someone broke into a couple's house in Fort Worth, Texas last month and stole a bunch of stuff, including their four-month-old dog, Petey. But, and, and, so, and they were obviously angry about this stuff and really upset about losing their dog, as you can imagine. But luckily, the local police department was on it. Over the next two weeks, 13 different cops worked on this case and finally managed to track down some of the stolen stuff at a pawn shop. Once they figured out who pawned it, they found their address, got a warrant. When they searched the place, they found the dog and the rest of the stuff. So now these guys who stole it are facing charges. But instead of just telling the owners about it, the cops called and said they just needed to swing by to ask a few more questions. And then they showed up with the dog to surprise them. Yay! Turns out the family was in the middle of their 10-year-old daughter's birthday party. So the whole thing just, you know, couldn't have worked out better. Hmm. Here, I'm going to play you audio of it. I love these good cop stories. Isn't that great? Oh, that is. That's God, wonderful. This is the best birthday present ever. So it worked out perfectly. They posted the video of the reunion on Twitter, and on Tuesday, the cops who found the dog were recognized for it at a ceremony at City Hall. So well done, Fort Nicely Worth, done. Texas. Yep. Absolutely. 744, Jeff and Jenna, Q102 coming up. 10 most dangerous things for kids this summer, and cats flood a rescue shelter. It's all straight ahead with Jeff and Jen. All right, 752 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Beautiful afternoon ahead, lots of sunshine, high of 83, 55 right now. 
We are, are basically required by law to be within shouting distance of our kids at all times now. So it's, it's amazing that kids get hurt at all. Parents have become such helicopter parents. Hover. I'm a hoverer. Bad. A hoverer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hoverers. I, I hover. But here's some stuff to keep in mind while they're not in school. It's the 10 things that are most likely to hurt them over the summer. Number one, BB guns. The number of injuries jumped 500% between 2010 and 2012. Apparently, those are the most recent stats on it, and it's partly because they're more powerful than they used to be. Hmm. Toys that fly, including drones, you especially have to worry about head injuries. Then there yeah. are the hoverboards, which I still see a bunch of those around. Well, the, there was only, I believe, one brand of those that was dangerous. The lower-end ones were the ones that were catching on fire. Mm-hmm. A doctor at Boston Children's Hospital helped make that list because he says on Christmas Day last year he saw four hoverboard injuries in just four hours, including two kids with broken arms, one with a broken leg, and one with a concussion. I wouldn't get on one. I know. Uh-uh. It would, that's a recipe for disaster for me. It was hard to stand on the Segway and balance, and you have the little handlebars, handlebars in help front you of there. you. Yeah. Instead of just standing there. Uh, baby pools. Small kids can drown <laughs> in as little as two inches of water, so you really have to pay attention. Oh, yeah. Flotation devices and water wings, because they give you a false sense of security. So you got to watch kids while they're swimming, no matter what they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Pool covers, because kids can get trapped in them. And not just little kids. Sometimes teenagers jump in pools at night without realizing there's a cover, so it might be a good idea to keep a light on if you have a pool. Mm-hmm trampolines a ton of kids hurt themselves on them every summer and between 2003 and 2013 there were also over 100,000 injuries related to bounce houses those th- i swear if it, it feels like it's every couple of weeks that you see video of the wind picking one of those up and oh, yeah flailing it into power yes. lines or something well and i was at a party one time where a kid had fallen in the bounce house and everyone of the other kids are jumping around mm-hmm. him so it's like over and over and over again he's just kind of getting bounced on or mm-hmm. jumped on and mm-hmm. i was he in was one hurt. when i was a kid i was in one at a carnival and me and this other kid, we just collided head to head. Oof. Cords on clothing and straps on helmets, mostly for little kids because they can get wrapped around their neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently helmets are now dangerous too. Non-motorized scooters, partly because we're less likely to make kids wear a helmet when they ride one mm-hmm. than when they ride their bikes. And then toys uh, with small parts because they can be a choking hazard. Mm-hmm. And this should go without saying, but experts also say you got to be careful about the sun. Recent survey found that only 25% of kids regularly wear sunblock, and 50% said they'd had at least one sunburn in the past year, which puts them at a higher risk of developing skin cancer later on in life. Yeah, I, I had so many sunburns when I was a kid. I was out in the sun all the time. Do you get checked? Yeah. Like, that's good. I do. Well, here's more proof that cats are just evil. Even when we're doing everything we can to help them, sometimes they'll still turn on you. Maybe that's what I like about him. <laughs> Humane Society Rescue Shelter in Pompano Beach, Florida, was flooded last week, and the staff originally thought a pipe burst, but they quickly figured out that is not what happened. Apparently, in the middle of the night, some of the cats had crawled up onto a sink, turned on the water, 
and just let it run. <laughs> run, little cat. You got to watch that Gracie of yours. You're not kidding. Maybe that is what she's doing. You don't see her drinking any water because when you're not home, she's going into the bathroom, turning the water on, drinking it, and then turning it off. Oh, maybe she. you said she likes the running water. Mm-hmm. No, Joe likes the running water. Gracie... Yeah. She's the. I think she's the one that was setting off all of the automatic soap dispensers in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which, but certainly it was an accident. You know, they could have probably turned it back off. They probably just didn't feel like it. Right. Luckily, no other animals were hurt in their attempted flooding massacre, mm-hmm. but at least they, they, they did $5,000 in damage to the shelter. Wow. Which is something. They weren't messing around. Dang. Yeah. I know. I mean, what's the biggest mess that one of your pets has left behind? Oh, man. Getting in the garbage mm-hmm. and just having it everywhere. I mean, a trail of, you know, and, and bathroom garbage was always the worst. Oh, yes. Yeah. What is it about dogs and bathroom garbage? Smells. Mm-hmm. Scent. Especially if you're a woman and it's, you know, time. Scent time. That, oh. old, that old bloody Band-Aid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yuck. It's true, though. I know. This is why I don't have pets, because they go got, through the garbage. We first got Steve, and we were teaching him to stay at home, not in the crate, by himself. Uh, he completely took down the entire blinds on the front door. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that took some work. Yeah, especially since they don't start. They didn't start till you know, four. So he had to up. reach. He had to get up there. Mm-hmm. Didn't wow. Steve unwrap the presents this year, too, at Christmas? Didn't uh, he? Uh, uh, he started, too. A few of them? Yeah. He's also eaten an entire roast out of a crock pot. <laughs> so I have a whole list of stuff. That's fun. It's an awesome dog. 513-749-2320. What big mess did your pet make when you weren't home? 513-749-2320. 805, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. A brand new feature added to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Today is the debut of snack time with Tim. You really hyped that. Don't go too far. <laughs> oh, wait. See, well, one thing, I mean, you're really, really good at is snacking. Yep. So this makes sense for you and to go do snacks yeah, with we people. Yeah, we just, uh, you know, we'll go do some snack snacks with whoever. This time uh, we went over to the Clippard family YMCA on the west side mm-hmm. and um, talked to over kids. in Colerain and talked to some kids about the 4th of July. Nice. Very excited. I can't so, wait to see what you fed them. That's coming up next. <laughs> First, uh, we were talking about this rescue shelter in Florida that was flooded last week when some cats turned on the sink and did about $5,000 in damage, and that led to this whole other discussion about the big messes that pets make when you're not around. Let's start with Tanya. Hello. Hello. What big mess did your pet make when you weren't home? We, My youngest has a lizard, and we had just bought 100 crickets. And I put him in the little cricket keeper, and we went out, I don't even know, at the store maybe. We came home, and all the crickets were out oh. of the cricket keeper because the dogs had <laughs> got into it, and crickets were all over the house oh, wow. for days. <laughs> and, and were they just making nonstop noise? Yes. They oh. were in the shower, on the wall. <laughs> oh. They were everywhere. That's hysterical. I bet you're still looking for them, and every now and then you hear like, Every now and then you find a dead one. Yeah. Awesome. Do you still have the lizard? Yes. <laughs> Man. Was that your idea or you got that for a kid? No, that's my uh, youngest son's. His, his big so, idea. <laughs> I am so glad 
that Jacob doesn't want like a snake or a oh. lizard or anything like hell, yeah. Yeah. kind of amphibian. Hmm. Maybe a turtle. I wouldn't even want to do a turtle. I had a turtle no, we when had I was a kid. I killed too. it. Yeah. You should get him a horse. No, I don't. I don't not today. He likes to go horseback riding. Nope. You can get him a horse. Today. You can get nope. one of those little ponies. Come on, you know, Mom. Did you know you could rent horses? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool how they do that. Yeah, that is cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Tanya. Oh, thanks. Melissa. Hi. What big mess did your pet make when you weren't home? Well, my husband and I had gone out and bought a new car a couple of months prior to getting our puppy. Mm-hmm. And... He needed to check the tire warranty, so he had all the paperwork out, all the loan documents, all the warranties, everything that you get. He had left it out on the coffee table and went to work when he, after he was done looking at it and came home and to find that it was confetti. Oh, wow. $5,000 cars worth of paperwork. Oh my goodness! Yeah, wow, that happened to my homework on many occasions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's funny. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. Sherry. Yes. What big mess did your pet make when you weren't home? Well, actually, we were home. We were sleeping, and it was Easter morning. And I wake up to hear the dog trotting back up the stairs, and, you know, the Easter bunny had come to visit us. And I freaked out, and fortunately, uh, my husband went downstairs, and the dog had found all of the eggs and destroyed all of them. And destroyed them all. Yeah, you're lucky he didn't eat all the chocolate. Oh, yeah. uh, she ate quite a lot, I'm sure, but didn't get sick. Good. And, uh, Thank goodness. We had enough time to uh, make it to Walgreens and uh, save Easter morning. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Yeah, my dog has eaten more chocolate than her weight in the past uh, few years. I'm not really sure how she survived it. But... Wow. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, chocolate can be deadly for Sure Dogs can. and cats, I believe, yeah. right? It, yeah, it's something in it's toxic, but Steve, my dog's the same way. He just keeps on going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess some breeds are more effective than others. More tolerant. Yeah. Right. Teresa. Oh, my gosh. Well, we were having trouble with our dogs because we had gotten a new dog, and we had an old dog. And we, before we left, I set up the video camera just to prove to my husband it wasn't the new dog. Oh. <laughs> and we left to go out to dinner. And I forgot to put a bag of wrapping paper away. I mean, a uh, huge garbage bag. Uh-huh. And so we're watching this. Fit- well, when we come home, of course, the wrapping paper was everywhere. So we watched the video. And the older dog that we had for a long time is walking through watching this dog just destroy this wrapping paper. Oh, and wow. <laughs> this dog would look up at our old dog would look up at the camera going, dude, they're videoing you. You are in <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. But needless to say, wrapping paper was from one end of my kitchen to the other end of my living room. That's and it was awesome. everywhere. Mm. Yeah, Love that's it. funny. I can't wait to see The Secret Life of Pets. I think that is going to be hysterical. It looks cute. Yeah. It, it is going to be funny. Yeah. I can't wait for it. Yeah. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you. 810, beautiful afternoon with lots of sunshine. We'll see uh, high around 83. Right now it is 63 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Thought we could just kind of hang out at the picnic table here and get caught up on the 4th of July. You guys know how old America is going to be this year? No, no. 20, no, no. 52. I think it's like 240. You're going on a 4th of July picnic. What is in 
your picnic basket? Ham. <laughs> Fireworks. Nice. Apple. Cupcakes with red and blue icing. Lettuce. Lettuce? <laughs> is your mom a health nut? Yes. <laughs> Do you guys know what ambrosia salad is? No. No. We got pass, apple, and strawberry. Do you guys know what a founding father is? Those are the guys that like kind of helped build America. They wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and all that stuff. Benjamin Franklin, that... I don't know what yeah, he was kind of like uh, an inventor, a legislator, oh. and he he had a he had an eye for the women too. Francis or Columbus, Christopher Columbus, <sighs> George Washington, John Quincy Adams, John Quincy Adams. Yeah, John Quincy Adams. He had a cool haircut. Would you ever wear like one of those white wigs? Like they? <laughs> no, no. no. What about the tights? No. no. No, never. I'm good on that. You're good. Okay. What do you, What have you guys learned from people in history, like our founding fathers? That you never put a key and put it up and let it strike the lightning. Yeah, there's that whole kite thing. Forgot about that. Nice. Hey, what are we having for snack today? Do you guys bring anything? Uh, uh, zebra cakes. Zebra cakes. Zebra cakes, man. Can't go wrong with that. Um, I'm gonna be at my grandpa's garage lighting up fireworks. I'm going to Indiana to get. Fireworks like last year, we spent over $250 on fireworks. What are you doing for fourth? <laughs> wow. Going and blowing up stuff. We're going to go to Michigan. <laughs> Happy birthday, America! From Snack Time. Oh, cute. I can't tell if he's excited cute. to go to Michigan or... It didn't sound very no. enthusiastic. We're going to go to Michigan. <laughs> well, he just heard about that kid getting to blow everything up. Right. And he's like, this is not going to compare to Michigan. Yes, not. Where was that again? That was at the Clipbird oh. Family YMCA over in Colerain. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Nice, cute. nice kids. And, Zebra uh, cakes. Kids. I like that. You was know. a great choice. That's funny. All right. 813... Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, heading into a holiday weekend. I love where the 4th falls this year because we get Friday and Monday off. I know. I wish we had Tuesday, too, not to be greedy, but it's always hard (laughs) to go watch fireworks late on the 4th and then Mm -hmm. have to go to work on the 5th, you know. I know. A lot of people are doing fireworks on the 3rd, too, Jen. So if you need to get your fix, you can go out and party it up on a Sunday fun Mm -hmm. day. Yep. And then relax on the 4th with a nice hot dog and brew. Mm. Looking ahead to a beautiful afternoon. Lots of sunshine. A high of 83. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.